Welcome back to the Watch More Books podcast. Today's episode, we are going to be covering The Ghost Rider. The book, called The Ghost, was published in 2007 by Robert Harris. The movie came out in 2010, and it was starred Ewan McGregor, who we all know as Obi-Wan Kenobi, Pierce Brosnan, who is, you know, 007, and Olivia Williams, which... If you don't know her, she was in the 2003 Peter Pan and also The Sixth Sense. This movie was directed by Roman Polanski, who also, you know, directed The Pianist, Rosemary's Rosemary's Baby, Chinatown, 2005's Oliver Twist, and one of my favorite movies, Rush Hour. What was one thing I noticed about these filming locations in this movie was, you know, it kind of got the feel of what the book described, but... You know, looking at the actual locations, um, most of this was filmed in Germany, where one part of it was filmed in Denmark. They used Berlin to do London. But some, for the most part, this movie went, you know, the way of the book. Okay, so the one thing that really irritates me when they make books into movies is the sequence. They put things out of sequence, and I think they believe that it makes more sense on screen, but in all reality, it just makes everything a little bit more confusing. Like, they try to make it seem a little bit more suspenseful, but if they went the way of the book, there was plenty of suspense. And I do know that some things translate different from, you know, written word to visual, uh, visual, you know, translation. It doesn't come off the same because you can describe things a lot better than you can just, you know, slap an image on the screen and, you know, people have to interpret that image in whatever they, in when they interpret it. But in the book, you know, it's written out exactly how you're supposed to interpret that situation. So I understand that some things get taken a little bit out of sequence to convey what they're trying to, you know do but there's just there's just some things that shouldn't be taken out of sequence and but in in this book versus movie they didn't do a whole lot of differences i mean in the beginning when the main character downloads the email and he sends himself a digital copy of the book that he's supposed to be ghostwriting And he does this in secret because he's not supposed to be sending this out anywhere. He's only supposed to be handling this book in this manner on Martha's Vineyard. This getaway cottage, whatever. And so he downloads it, he emails it to himself, and leaves it on his email server. And then when he gets back to his hotel, it's gone. It's missing. So he's realizing that some big conspiracy that somebody has access to email servers to wipe emails but as he sends himself this email that's when the house goes on lockdown after it gets sent and received to his email the house goes on lockdown and he freaks out in the movie he doesn't send himself the book because he gets puts flash drive in his computer it is password protected and he can't get past that as soon as he does one failed password that's when the house does the security check and goes on lockdown and he freaks out never tries to touch that again and he just kind of brushes it off then in the movie he meets a stranger in the hotel bar and that stranger later shoots 
Adam Lang, the politician, who is played by Pierce Brosnan. It's like, that that character doesn't exist in the book. That never happens in the book. Because Pierce Brosnan does not die, um, or Adam Lang, does not die that way in the book. He dies when the plane blows up. You know, in, in the movie, it's after he gets off the plane, he gets shot by a sniper. Well, in the book, it's after he gets off the plane, or as he's getting off the plane, and everybody else is just out of range, the plane blows up, killing him. And that's how he dies. So, you know, I, I understand that, you know, budget-wise, making a movie is probably a lot cheaper to kill off the character using a sniper than, you know, blowing up an airplane, you know. But they didn't do that in the movie. So, in the book, the plane explodes after they get off. In the book, the writer goes to New York to meet with Rykoff. When he gets a call from Lang, who happens to also be in New York, and will fly him back to Martha's Vineyard. In the movie, the writer goes to Paul Emmett's, which is a professor, and he gets followed, leaving leaving Paul Emmett's house. He ditches them on the ferry, calls Rykoff from the ferry hotel, drives around with him a bit until Lang calls, and because he's worried after they find the guest car abandoned on the ferry yet again, after McNamara, the or Makara, as they say it in the movie and in the book, when it's spelt McNamara in the book. But anyways, spelling is different than, I guess, pronunciation over there. Because uh, when Makara disappeared, he left the car on the ferry. Because he supposedly jumped to his death on the ferry and drowned and, you know, showed up on shore. Which was the previous Ghost Rider. This Ghost Rider, Ewan McGregor's character, apparently abandons the car on the ferry, fleeing these people that were chasing him from Paul Emmett's house or following him. So, Adam Lang calls him because he's worried because the car got abandoned on a ferry yet again by the Ghost Rider, and that he was about to fly that direction and will pick him up at the airport that is attached to the ferry location, you know, that also has a hotel, but in the book, while the ghost was at the, uh, he, he's supposed to meet Rycroft in New York, and Adam Lang is at a different hotel. He calls, he's like, hey, I know you're also in New York, um, why don't you come to my hotel, and we'll fly you back to Martha's Vineyard, and that's when they get on the plane that eventually blows up. In the, in the, in the movie, it happens a totally different way, which it, which is fine because I, I guess you know there's not many towns in I guess England or in Europe that can you know be a, a substitute image for New York, and seeing as they did film in Germany, most of it in Germany and a little bit in Denmark, they don't have buildings over there that could mimic New York City. There's just not. So I understand why they could, you know, pass off Berlin as London, but they can't have a location that mimics New York. I know here in the U.S. we've got plenty of towns that they use to mimic New York in certain filming, but it's just New York. It's a one-of-a-kind place. But anyways, moving on to the next thing. I think it's the last difference that I noticed was that uh, in the book, 
um, while they're at the book launch, this is towards the end of the movie, when the ghostwriter finally sits there and pieces it all together. He, they're at the book launch. Um, in the book, he is invited by the mistress. Um, God, for some reason, I can't remember her name, but she was on Sex in the City. Um, her name in the book is Amelia because Amelia had a plus one and she invited him to the book launch because they should celebrate or at least memorialize Adam Lang since he did all that work, whatever, for him to come to the book launch and at least, you know, see it. And that's when he starts piecing together what they were saying about the answer to everything being in the beginnings. And it's the beginning word of each chapter. But he doesn't start piecing that together until he's at the book launch and he's talking to somebody else about it all being happened in the beginnings. He runs back to his apartment, gets the original manuscript, and realizes that it's the wife that's the CIA agent because it's all spelled out in the beginning chapters. In the movie, he does that while he's at the book launch. Like, he has the original manuscript there at the book launch. And he shows up, and in the movie, he's the one in, that invites Amelia to meet him there. You know, it's just a whole sort of different thing. Because the ending of the movie, it kind of... <laughs> I mean, it, it was a little bit more of a shocker. Because in the end of the movie, he gets hit by a car, and the original manuscript just flies into the wind and disappears. In the book... He disappears after he realizes the beginnings of the chapters. He sits there and he takes off. He packs a bag. He leaves. He's no. He knows he's never going to be coming back to his apartment. So he leaves. And he disappears for months. And then he finally sends the evidence after that. And that's the end of the book. He's still alive at the end of the book. Whereas in the movie, he is dead. So now that we've talked about the differences between the book and the movie, let's talk a little bit about the movie and why the casting was just, I think the casting was so superb and I do not understand why back in 2010 this movie wasn't like such a bigger hit here in the US. But as I read further about this release, I guess the US release had a, a softer uh, dubbed version so that it could meet PG-13 requirements where as in the UK and stuff it was um, much grittier. I think that's why it was probably more popular over there. Um, also it probably wasn't very popular because back in 2010 it was directed by Roman Polanski who even though he directed some of you know a pop popular movies he was in the middle of big issues dating back to the 70s where you know he's now hiding away in France because if he comes back to the US he will be prosecuted or something like that but basically Hollywood wanted to cancel him but the casting in this with Ewan McGregor who we all now know as you know Obi-Wan Kenobi or Pierce Brosnan who is 007 um, Kim Cattrall who was on Sex and the City there's also you know John Belushi in this movie even though he has this small part it's like two minutes in this movie he does such a great job and for the part that he got it was just the beginning of the book and you know he's not gonna have a very big part he's still 
I think he still killed it. But also, if you look a little closely, you have you have John, I'm gonna screw up his last name, Bernthal. Um, I know him from The Walking Dead. He plays Shane, who ends up dying. I was surprised to see that in the casting. Even though, yet again, it's a small part. His part is different in the movie than it is the book, but he still got the part in the you know, movie. And I think it, I'm, I want to say that his part in the, the movie is a little bit bigger than his you know version of the book. But, you know, I'm not going to go back and reread the first couple chapters of the, the book just to you know, make sure that his screen time matched his book time. But the... the there's a bunch of small little characters in here that had big time actors for its time. And I think just the casting was pretty good because the chemistry between Ewan McGregor and Olivia was was like perfectly creepy. Like it was it was supposed to be creepy in the book. Like you, you don't really understand why they connected, but at the same time he's feeling, you know, a little bit heroish towards the wife and the wife's you know, gives off this hero save me vibe, whatever. Turns out she's a bad guy, but you know in in the book it just I don't know, she, that 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 connection just felt creepy to me. And Ben McGregor and Olivia I think did a good job at um making it feel that creepy. The 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 connection between Pierce Brosnan and Kim was great for Amelia Adam Lang, but I also like found out that while researching this book, I guess this book was originally written based on a politician or loosely based, supposed to somewhat mirror uh, a Tony Blair and his wife and the author Robert Harris was I guess friends with them, but that's all substance, you know, that's all hearsay because like I said, I'm picking this up from other interviews and articles and stuff I've read about book being written and then you know you've got I think the whole reason why the book so closely matches the movie is because Robert Harris co-wrote the script or screenplay or whatever it's called with Roman Polanski so that it meshed well together but if I had a vote I would say that the movie is better than the book um just in the fact that this story, it's a slow moving story. Even the book is slow moving, but they do that purposely. They, they do that to build up that slow suspense of, you know, why did the original Ghost Rider die, right? You know, is this so much secrecy around this biography that needs to be written? No story. There's, it, it's slow moving for a reason, but. If you struggle to keep the attention of reading a slow movie, please, then this movie is definitely better. Um, and if you'd like to be uh, notified of any future episodes, make sure to like and subscribe on whatever platform you, that you watch or listen to podcasts on. Sorry, we do not have a YouTube channel at this time, but hoping to have one in the future. So make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, if you want to contribute to this podcast, we are on Patreon. And you can also follow us on social media like Facebook and Instagram. Our next episode will be Where the Crawdads Sing, so make sure to set your reminder for that future episode. And thank you for listening to the Watch More Books podcast.